Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. It would definitely be called something different. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. What's going on, Dusty? Hello, how are you doing? How was your weekend? It was great. So we went up to New Jersey, and it was a blast. I got to see my nephew, and it was just really fun times. We went to see a baseball game. It was a good time, right? Yeah, it's nice seeing your your brother and his family. So we got two five-star reviews from folks on Stitcher. It's from Tony Factor and Mary S. from Maine. So thank you guys so much. That really, really helps the show. Um, if you want to join them, all you have to do is go on to desktop on Stitcher, or you can review on Apple Podcast, on mobile app, or on uh, desktop. And it really makes a difference. It helps more people find the show and gives some authority to Dusty and me <laughs> talking about light news that makes you laugh. Plus, we super appreciate it. You can always email us or tweet us. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And I'm at Dusty Terrell. And you can email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. Researchers accidentally discover nearly 200-year-old shipwreck while testing new equipment. This was written by my colleague India Yancey Bragg. She writes, Ocean researchers said that they made an unexpected and exciting discovery while testing new remotely operated vehicle equipment in May. Four days into a National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration sea trial expedition, sonar equipment on the ROV named Deep Discoverer detected something in the shape of a shipwreck. The mission team investigated and discovered what researchers believed to be a mid-19th century wooden sailing vessel at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. Emily Crum is a spokeswoman for the NOAA Ocean Exploration and Research and told the Charlotte Observer, quote, Typically when we find and explore shipwrecks, we have some basic information that allows us to search for a target. In this instance, there was no information to suggest the wreck was there. The team just stumbled upon it, unquote. The discovery required a swift change in operations, and the ship's commanding officer and mission team extended the dive by three hours to examine the ship. According to a press release from NOAA that reads, quote, After a flurry of phone calls and emails to marine archaeologists around the country, experts tuned in to live video from the seafloor, lending their expertise as they virtually joined the dive, unquote. The new ROVs recorded high-definition video of the wreck, which marine archaeologists believe is a schooner or brig, measuring roughly 124 feet long with copper sheathing covering the bottom of its hull, which is relatively intact up to the waterline. 
Experts were able to infer the time period the vessel was built based on the construction features, but its rig, trade, nationality, and crew remain unidentified. A number of copper and iron artifacts were observed at the site, but researchers noted a lack of personal possessions. All structure above the waterline is missing as well, and some of the timbers appeared charred, which may indicate the vessel caught fire before sinking. So no no pirate treasure found? Seems like that's a no. That's too bad. <laughs> How do I get the job of exploring sunken ships? Do you just send in an application or... <laughs> Can you tell me where to apply? Wouldn't it be nice if it was that simple? I mean, that sounds great. Just scan in the seafloor, find some ship, and then dive down there and explore through it. Sounds like a lot of fun. So you know how when you're in elementary school and teachers are like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm -hmm. Well, I was a Jersey girl, so I wanted to be in the water. (laughs) And that was back before I was really afraid of it, I guess. So what did you say? Did you say like marine biologist or something? Oh, yeah. I think that's what like... Majority of kids most say. Most people say, So yeah. are you trying to call me a basic elementary school kid? Yeah, that is that is definitely what I'm calling you. <laughs> Man, that hurts. I think when people asked me, I said, I want to do something with computers, which is basically every job now. Well, I will say that also while I was in elementary school, I was working on like newspapers for my school. And so here I am at a newspaper. I think one time I told my parents I wanted to be an astronaut, and they just sort of laughed at me. <laughs> That's so rude. It was pretty rude. I did <laughs> I did not appreciate it. I think that kids have this idea that work is just going to be like play. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the idea like of being a marine biologist is you swim around with dolphins. That's all you do. That's the work. Yeah. <laughs> we went on like a school trip in elementary school in sixth grade to like to someplace in... Uh, in California, in San Diego, and uh, they we got to do all this cool marine biology, like sort of field worky type of stuff, and it was wonderful. Um, so I get it. I get why people would want to do that. In my parents' defense on the astronaut thing, maybe I was a little too old to be saying that, like maybe junior high or something like that. And I think they they already knew me well enough to know that like. My work ethic is probably not strong enough to <laughs> to get into space, but still pretty rude, I thought. <laughs> Very rude, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Apple just released a new iPod, but do you really need one anymore? No. <laughs> You don't need half the things they release. I don't need an iPad, an iPod. I don't need whatever that, what do they got, like some sort of home thing that watches you walk around. I don't need that. Do you know that right now we're on a podcast? <laughs> and without the iPod, would a, would podcast exist? I guess it would definitely be called something different. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've heard before that uh, people are trying to make POD into an acronym, Portable On Demand. Mm, There you go. You can carry Dusty and me around in your pocket. This story comes from Reviewed.com, which is part of the USA Today network. And it was written by my colleague Amanda Tarleton. She writes... 
The iPod Touch is back, and just like when AirPods come out, we have a lot of questions. Well, some of those questions are easily answered, like, yes, there is a headphone jack again, and no, my carefully curated ninth grade playlist does not still exist. Others are a little more tricky, like whether or not the standalone music player, which is already available for sale, is really worth adding to your cart. The short answer? Maybe. The long answer? We dove into that with the expertise of our executive editor, T.J. Donegan. He explains, quote, The new iPod's value lies in the options it gives people, particularly parents. It will never be and wasn't meant to be Apple's flagship product again, but it's a good fill-in-the-blank, unquote. And here's why. Apple's latest release may look just like the 2015 iPod Touch, same 4-inch screen, same home button. But as the old adage goes, don't judge a book, or rather an iPod, by its cover. The new iPod Touch is equipped with an A10 processing chip, making it the equivalent of an iPhone 7, minus the cellular capabilities. And that's more than you and I have. Yeah, maybe we should get it because it's better than our phones. (laughs) Oh, you and I are so cheap. (laughs) And much more powerful than the previous iPod's A8 chip. The result is sharper graphics, more storage space, and augmented reality support. All the better for listening to music, yes, but also for gaming. And with Wi-Fi connectivity, the new iPod also offers other popular iPhone programs like FaceTime, iMessage, and the App Store. So why would you get an iPod in addition to an iPhone? If you're like most people, including us, you're likely wondering why anyone would opt for what's essentially an iPhone Lite instead of the iPhone itself. The obvious answer is the price. The iPod Touch is just $199 for the 32-gigabyte model compared to its iPhone 7 counterpart which starts upwards of $449. Is, $449 is probably on sale, too. I feel like when <laughs> at least when they first came out, it was closer to like seven to $800. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That's why, we have, that's why we have the old phones that we have. Right. It's good to know <laughs> that when these phones junk out, we can buy an a iPhone 7 for probably 400 bucks. I'm excited about that. You thought it was going to be more money than that? Well, I don't know. It's still more money than I paid for these phones. But... That's true. And for parents, that affordable price tag makes the iPod a much cheaper and more controlled alternative to handing your little one a brand new iPhone. And it will keep both you and your child happy. They'll get to do all of the iPhone things they love, like play Fortnite and listen to Baby Shark for hours on end, while you'll avoid hefty data fees. Win-win. I mean, that does sound like a good idea. We don't We don't have kids, but... Um, it would be nice to like give them a smartphone without it having the capability of calling anybody. <laughs> yep. And if you do want both, is it even worth the money? It doesn't make sense to have an iPod Touch and an iPhone, but given the steep cost of phones and more specifically phone plans these days, opting for an iPod Touch plus a cheaper phone, like a pay-as-you-go model, could cut costs. And as for which model is the best value... Dunnigan recommends the 32-gigabyte version for most people. He says, quote, Unless you need to store a ton of music, you're way better off buying the cheapest option. For day-to-day activities and apps, you really don't need more storage than that, unquote. And that's $199 for 32 gigs. You know what would uh, really get me interested in getting one? What? If it was like 30 bucks. <laughs> Let's see if we could bring that <laughs> <laughs> that price tag down a little oh, bit. You're so ridiculous. That's they're not gonna. Do, why would they do that? I don't know. Why would they give them out like hotcakes? Well, because then they would be able to sell them like hotcakes. <laughs> but then, 
there's no value in that if people uh-huh. are just taking and they're not getting anything in return, really. I don't know. I mean, that's a question for Apple. I think they probably make enough money, but... <laughs> I think so, too. So who is an iPod Touch actually good for? If you're an adult who has an iPhone already, you can probably pass on this one. Unless for some reason you want a separate device for working out or traveling, or if you want a singular device to use as a universal remote for your smart home. However, if you're a parent looking to save money on your phone bill or keep closer tabs on your child's tech use, the new iPod Touch offers you just that. Recently, I've been getting a lot of guff for um, for how old-looking my phone is. So maybe we should get one of these so that like in public, we can use the 7 you know, like in front of people, but then in in our shame when we need to like make a phone call, we can hide with the four. You think that's a good idea? No. <laughs> Who cares what people think? Uh, I mean, you do. Right? No, I mean, I don't really. But yeah, also... well, then perfect. Okay, we can. Yeah. We don't have to be ashamed by how cheap we are. Thriftiness for the win. <laughs> And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. How much you must make to be in the top 1% state by state? Don't tell me. It'll make me sad. (laughs) Jeopardy champ projected to win 98 more games. That's crazy. I wonder how much money that comes out to. I think a lot. I should have devoted my life to being good at Jeopardy. You're a disgrace to me and to your family. So many mistakes. <laughs> I didn't become an astronaut. <laughs> I don't dive through cool ships, and I'm not good at Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, next time around, maybe. Hey, Dusty. What? I love you anyway. Oh, that's sweet. You're so great. Don't worry about the stupid, ambitious goals. Let's just have fun. Okay. Guess what IHOP's name change is this time? Oh, my God. I don't even care, IHOP. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> they're selling pancakes and burgers. That's what they're so doing. So it's IHOP. Poop. <laughs> they're just calling. They're selling burgers with a pancake in the middle as if they are pancakes. Get out of here. <laughs> Hulu will belong to Disney. Here's what that means. Um, I think everything belongs to Disney. <laughs> New features we'd like to see on Apple's iOS 13. The new feature I'd like to see is only costs $30. (laughs) I heard you mention that earlier in this podcast. I guess the iOS doesn't cost anything. Yeah. yeah. YouTube, other Google services down due to congestion. They got to get those back up. I need YouTube. Tech tips for preparing for emergencies like tornadoes. Uh, In a tornado, I'm not worried about my tech. I'm worried about me. (laughs) Rat-filled pop-up bar to open in San Francisco. Like intentionally (laughs) rat-filled? It sure seems like it. Gross. Amazon Prime Day 2019. When it is and what can you expect? I bet you can expect some deals, Shannon. (laughs) Next week on I Tell My Husband the News... Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. 
If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.